just like that, everyone, we're back. Uh, sorry for the delay. Obviously, like we had said before, the way this year is turning out, our scheduling for Personalize is going to be up and down. Just a few housekeeping before we move on uh, and introduce the guests and stuff. But Abby and I are currently, we're going through a lot of changes as far as our living. You know, her and I both have moved different locations, uh, starting new relationships, new careers. Um, so I, I can't be more apologetic on our delays, especially with getting you some of these recordings that we have banked up. But we're going as we can. And, you know, it is what it is. I mean, this year has been a rocket of bullshit for everybody, I imagine. I can't be more thankful that you're here listening now. So, now that all that's out of the way, if you haven't listened to the DL Gaming Weekly News Podcast and you're a gamer, what the f*** are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, seriously, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? I, I sound like that guy in that, man. Why are you running? Why are you running? Why aren't you listening? Okay, seriously though. Jameson and Brianna, they are they are hilarious together. They, they do the podcast each week and they discuss literally all the news and gaming um, new releases such coming on and um it to me honestly it's worth having in your 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 queue your mandatory listen um each time the episode drops because it's honestly the their views and expressions on things pretty much line up with what you'll feel you know it, it's it's rare to find people that to speak like that and I, I appreciate them and um it's it's a fun time listening to them and it was a great time recording Abby and I recorded with them a few months back um, prior to a lot of the stuff you'll hear in the episode, so don't be shocked, but um, like I said, it was it was a really fun time, and I'm so excited you guys finally get to hear it. Also, one last thing, it's National Video Game Day! So, when you're done with this, pull up your favorite console, your PC, your phone, whatever you play games on, and just enjoy yourself. Don't let this year take you down, especially on your hobbies and what you want to do, just be mindful, you know, but enjoy yourself. It is National Video Game Day. So with that being said, please enjoy. So I do. I want to start this off with a very important question, um, as all four of us here are pretty much uh, gamers of a sort. Um, what is what exactly is everybody playing recently, as of today? Oh, I think we were playing. We were playing some Sims earlier. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of personally the Sims games, but I love like architecture and building stuff. So we we do that quite often. Actually, you didn't even do it right. Uh, explain it correctly. Jameson doesn't have uh, Sims on his computer, so I pretty much just cast it through Discord, and he, I, he tells me what to do, and then we build things together. Oh, that has to be annoying, though, right? It's not bad, because I'm really... I've played the game since, Jesus, since Sims 1, like a million years ago, so I'm really good at controlling and moving around and knowing what to do and guiding, so for me... It's not always important to create something because I've done almost everything you can do. It's more fun to suggest and guide him through the whole process. We also have pretty similar design styles, I would say. We like the similar, like, you know, style. We're both very big into, like, industrial and, 
you know, modern. So, you know, a lot of the time, you know, I'll suggest something and then she'll know where I'm going. So she kind of like moves two steps ahead of me. So it works out pretty good. But uh, otherwise, we're big into shooters. Uh, CS, not CSGO. Jesus, that game sucks. God, what are you uh, doing? <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I've t- messed with Valorant a little bit. We're playing Tarkov, uh, Modern Warfare, all sorts of stuff. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I listen to, to you guys um, – obviously weekly and uh so every time i hear you even mention valorant i'm always ready for to hear exactly what the negative because i'm still torn about that game myself and you so, know i i want to reinstall and it's every time i see a new post about it and the changes they made or things you know i think about reinstalling and uh oh. Oof. Oh <laughs> did God, you did you tell them about how we got into the beta oh for, for on the um, switch oh uh um, fuck. What was I've never forgot the whole fucking game. I never forgot oh the my whole God. fucking game and everything. We uh, like last month there was a beta. Um, it's already out for on everything. Vigor. But switch, yeah, for vigor. It was a beta, beta for vigor. And so hmm. like they were, you know, asked closed beta. So we basically told them, hey, we're uh, we're with podcasts and we want to go try the beta and interview. And they're like, okay. So. From what I remember, Abby and I never actually found time to play together, but we both toyed with it. It well, was you fun. Can't, you couldn't play together. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, like, choose the people that you played with. But, like, they, it was, it was, it went really south really quick for that. <laughs> it did <laughs> not go over good on the Switch for them. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, Abby, what are you playing? Uh, on it, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I've been playing a lot more tabletop games. Um, in the recent past, my uh, Xbox friends, um, because it's that's <laughs> I were a big Xbox person, um, and I I'm an I'm an Xbox ambassador, and like that's like my, my platform, my 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 console of choice. Um, but all the people that I used to play with. Uh, hit me up recently, and they're like, "Oh, let's get into Borderlands Three, all of us. Let's do it." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, because <laughs> um, we play still it? play Overwatch. I haven't. We we've all have it downloaded. We haven't started that journey yet. Um, but that that's the goal. That's the goal. I've not played any Borderlands games because I'm not. I'm 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 a fake gamer. Well, you know, I was like really excited for them finally bringing the first uh first three on the Switch. Um, and I downloaded two, bought it, downloaded no one, downloaded it because I really, really just want to try it. Played a little bit, have not touched it since. For me, like Borderlands, like I like the concept, but uh, like after you get past the first couple hours of gameplay, it uh, it's it gets real stale real fast, and it's a lot of just the same thing over and over and over and over again. Um, and I lose interest very quickly. I like you know, I don't mind repetitive gameplay so much like i've played a lot of assassin's creed but um <laughs> you know there's got to be there's got to be something that keeps me keeps me going right i feel you oh i fucking talking about games uh, uh this is sorry this is a little bit of a sidebar but i played skyrim in vr for the first oh. time recently it's weird it is you so weird to me <laughs> i love i love it and in vr yeah it's very interesting because it's like 
almost a eight year is an eight year game because I think it came uh, out in two thousand twelve. It came out eleven. Came out eleven, right? Okay, then yeah, it's an old ass game, and they decided to throw VR on it, which is weird. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a ton of fun in VR. Although I get headaches. Yeah, let's I be, got motion let's be sick. Honest. James, have you played you played Skyrim, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like when I did the VR. This the very first, you know, like the fucking whole going through the cave and you see the bear and shit. Yeah. For the first time in my life ever playing that game, like playing the game in VR, like the first time playing that game in VR, after all the years of playing that game not in VR, I finally spent 20 minutes just looking at the cave, trying to understand how VR works. That was my experience with the fucking VR with it. My uh my first experience with VR actually was I was a uh uh, marketing rep for Sony through another company and uh, I was going to Best Buy stores and demonstrating PSVR probably about a year before it came out uh, to people so I got to I got they mailed me a PlayStation console and a suitcase and uh, a VR headset and gave me a whole bunch of the uh, starter games so that was my first experience and poof uh, actually anyway I've tried the Whatever the the shitty one that starts with an O, Oculus. Oculus Rift. <laughs> I've tried I've tried the Oculus before f- through school, and that one sucked. That thing was a piece of piece of shit. Uh, but PlayStation really did it right. And the biggest thing for me, I think that PlayStation really did well was the comfort of the headset. Like I never once you know got a headache from wearing it. From it never felt uncomfortable. It never felt like I had a brick strapped to my you know forehead. Uh, it was it was genuinely a solid VR headset. You don't want a brick strapped to your forehead? You know, sometimes <laughs> I do, you know, and I like to go and headbutt people, but most of the time, no, it's not very practical. Yeah. But now I've seen a lot of uh, newer VR headsets when I went to E3, or not E3, CES, and honestly, it's starting to get really good out there, and even they have like a holographic ones where you enter a room and it displays... Um, you know, like a dinosaur or a game, something like that, where you can run around, and it was absolutely insane. Um, did you do you guys know who the SDR show is? You know, I I know a very select number of podcasts. I'm actually like, I'm actually really bad with keeping up and finding podcasts, and there's so many out there. So uh, there unfortunately, is. no. Especially okay. when we, you don't have we, to commute anymore. Yes. <laughs> can we give them a congrats on hitting two years? Oh, like was, real quick, it's it's, it's in the um, you know what? It, 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 it's congratulations! Too late. I've already done it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Congrats, thank, guys! That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, our uh, <laughs> it was quite our first year was quite quite something interesting. So we're we're excited that we're in the start of year two, and uh, we have a lot of big things, a lot of big things in yeah. the works. I got you know obviously um, I'm caught up, but the, I missed the the time to see you guys stream. I missed it everything, and so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll. And I was like. Yes, thank God they put it out as a podcast. And then, like, toward the end, yeah, we're going to play CFDs. I was like, God damn it. The one game I want to see them play, I missed it. Um, oh, but, man. But you guys did really good on, on you know, for, for doing all that. And it was, it was, it was really good listen. Thank you. I'm glad that it translated well to listening because I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, especially with us, we're such, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, Ben? Like, come on, help me out. Uh, visual? For you two, at least between you two, yeah, we, we are I, we are very visual people. Like we have to podcast and see each other's faces when we do it because we play a lot off of each other. So a lot of people, I think, really, uh, it really 
opened up their eyes to the other side of our show, seeing us actually like interact with each other and make rude gestures and things. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel though um, the more that we do our live stuff, the more we will relax because I know that I tried not to be on my best behavior because I want people to see how we actually are. But I'm sure I still held back compared to when, uh, you know, we do not post our video recordings. <laughs> yeah, pu- public Jameson and Brenna and private Jameson and Brenna are two drastically it's different people. honestly disgusting the way that we are when no one's looking. <laughs> now, I'm glad you brought this up because this brings me to a question I've been one- I wanted to ask early on. Um, what I couldn't really I didn't really see anything online um and this may have been an early episode that I didn't, that I didn't see but what how did you two come together as far as uh friend because you two have a really good you know obviously friendship and um it plays well in the podcast but how did you two meet and where did this the DL gaming come from mm. you wanna I, should I start or you start I think I think you start I think you start right. this one so actually Jamie and I met like a bajillion years ago in high school. Okay. So, yeah, uh, and that, you know, we were friends in high school and whatnot, but not too close. Um, and then years went by and we didn't talk to each other at all. I'm pretty sure this is a, a story Jamie always likes to say because I, you know, wrote in his yearbook, call me or hang, let's hang out. Never did any of that. It was sitting in there, never opened the yearbook and called me. But years later, uh, on Instagram, he messaged me uh, to actually be his trainer. So after a few years of, uh, well, I guess it was just like one year of us just talking and hanging out and liking video games, he was like, I want to do a podcast. And we started this very cute but very shitty uh, <laughs> podcast called uh, Player Verse Podcast. And, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, that got it's the episodes are out there. Dear God, they are something to behold. But um, <laughs> we have come very far since then. We we, we decided we decided yeah we decided one time let's let's try doing a show, and uh, we were uh, we were hanging out that night. We were gonna we went and watched like a movie. and We were gonna uh, hang out all night, and so we got absolutely stupid drunk. Yeah, and sat down and recorded a podcast on a Yeti mic, just one mic sitting on opposite sides of the bike. And uh, that was that was the first time we recorded. And then we did that show for like a few four, months. Yeah. Four Do you months. remember what year that was by chance? Uh, it was like the first part of 2019. Okay. No. Was it? Yeah, it was like January 2019. Now, if from my understanding, you live in California and she lives in Arizona? Yeah, we used to live just a couple miles from each other before she moved for grad school. Now, I've heard you mention somewhere in like one of your episodes um, not too long ago about, uh, I guess it was it was like the movies. You're like, yeah, I'll drive over there, and I'm like, when I found out, this is, I'm like, this motherfucker's talking about like taking just a random road trip, a few states away to go see a movie. And I'm like, it's, it's just it's just a funny concept, I guess. Just um, just the way you threw out there, yeah, I'll just drive over there. Like, yeah, I'll just drive like few few. Was it two or one or two states over there? Well, no, actually, I'm in Las Vegas, so it's only one state over, but um, it's like a four, four and a half hour drive. You, usually three, usually three if you're really if you're really on it. So it's not if you're being illegal. <laughs> illegal is so is so subjective. It's a loose term. I mean, yeah. on some of those roads, it says seventy five, so you can really go ninety. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you know, you guys, you know, you started out. 
all right, you, uh, you know, early 2019, you were sharing a mic. Um, so what, what happened then? Like, and especially like, and I guess, uh, how did you get with robot radio? Uh, so we recorded all the way through like April and then Can we talk about my gremlin stage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go Thank for you. It. I, Oh no, please. You describe it because I got cast out. So, uh, I'm going to get there in just a sec. So we, uh, robots messaged us in like May and he's like, Hey, I, you know, I stumbled across your show. I think you got what you guys are doing, you know, has a lot of potential and we'd love to, uh, I'd love to talk about, you know, our podcast network and getting you on. And so we sat down and we, we'd had a chat with him and he's a very passionate guy about podcasting and, uh, video games too, especially Bethesda games. And uh, we we talked for a little while and we we liked him and we wanted to we liked what we were doing and we wanted to grow and do more. So he suggested that we start from scratch, uh, rebrand the show and, you know, start square one so we could get some, you know, ratings and stuff. And so in June 4th, 2019, we launched uh, the DL Weekly Gaming News and we went to E3 that weekend and so we did a whole host of episodes on there and part of the robots network and, you know, the the rest is history. And uh, what Brenna's referring to is uh, one of the things we needed to do to improve the show was use multiple microphones. And uh, at the time, we would just go over to each other's houses and do it. And so we had issues with echo and all sorts of other problems in the early stages and like going back and listening now versus then, oh my god! Like I cringe. Feels. I don't know how anyone listened to our episodes back then. I know, and uh, so one of the the ways we found was I would uh, have Brenna. Usually, I would sit in the chair because I was manning the computer and all the the editing controls, and then I would make Brenna lie down on the bed, and I'd put like four blankets over her. <laughs> and this is like summertime, so it's hot. <laughs> Shit. And we just, I just snake her mic underneath the blankets, and that's how she would record. <laughs> and it was difficult because I think I would miss sometimes what he was saying because I couldn't hear through all the layers. So it was, it was funny, but uh, yeah, I definitely do not miss the like sweat stash I would have by the end of our hour long episode. <laughs> yeah, and then that's now, dedication right there. Oh yeah, seriously. And then now I just uh I just actually upgraded all my equipment recently. So I got a, you know, brand new Rode microphone that I'm absolutely loving and I got a mixing board. So, you know, in the future, whenever we end up recording in person again, you know, we'll have a proper proper setup with boom arms and microphones and you know, it'll be great. Although side note, uh since Jamie has gotten this new microphone and uh I bought his older, nicer one off of him, the Yeti, uh it took us I don't know, all of like five seconds when we first uh, went online to devolve, like breathing heavily and making very terrible noises into it. And it was just all bad. Again, Private Jameson and Brenna are very scary. No, it's it's always nothing's more fun than breaking in a new mic. I I'm a big fan of the turning away from the mic and yelling. Um, Mm, Okay, (laughs) please don't do that now. Please don't do that now. The yelling into the void. The <laughs> Dude, when we interviewed, when I interviewed Dad, Abby, Dad would want to turn the microphone sideways to talk like this, and it wouldn't pick up a lot of good stuff. So I had to, I have to literally grab the mic and turn it back to him for him to notice. Yeah, oh, I'm turning the mic again as I talk, <laughs> and he's not even looking here. He's looking at me, and he just turns the mic as he's talking to me. 
Oh, because you were you were you were with him in person yeah. doing that. Yeah, I think it's, crazy. it's I I like to do it for comedic effect. It just like to make it sound like I'm away from my mind. Like I'd walked out of the room um <laughs> to, to just scream. Um so along with this two year, you guys obviously um and I imagine we can talk about it, you guys announced the new podcast. Mm-hmm. Um I mean what is there any more obviously you said it was gonna be Assassin's Creed based. Yes, it is. Which I am very excited for because obviously I will say I am one of the millions of people that are like really especially pumped for Valhalla and um a lot of that I will give credit to my best friend he's a huge Viking fan and Assassin's Creed fan and so this has been like his moment and this has probably been the one of the Assassin's Creed since Black Flag and Syndicate to actually really uh draw my attention because Odyssey lost it for me <laughs> yeah I uh oof. I played the very first Assassin's Creed when that came out on yeah. Xbox 360 yeah and, I think uh, both of us say that after Ezio, we both kind of lost interest. So that was very early on in the series. Yeah, Ezio, Ezio was a pinnacle for me. There was just it was such good storytelling, and uh, you know the characters were all fantastic. The setting was you know Italy, Renaissance Italy. You cannot beat that. And having had the chance to, after playing those games, actually get to go to Italy and be like walking the streets, and it's like. Oh man, I've climbed that building before. Uh, was something like super, even more surreal, like because you really feel like you're a part of history. Then, even if it's you know a fictionalized video game history, it's still like this is, you know, something you know old and ancient. I mean, they used it in remodeling the um, Notre Dame. Yep. The, so the one, yeah, the one thing I do got to give Assassin's Creed is like so far they have made it. They have made it like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a niche, but there's a thing for everybody. Like, for instance, in, in like most people for Assassin's Creed series, I'm a huge pirate fan. Like, I, I, I actually uh, cosplay as a pirate. I do pirate stuff. And so, Black Flag was like the bit the, I guess you could say the the most I've ever been drawn into Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, you know, they if you like Greece, you have your Odyssey. If you if you like the Victorian times, you have your Syndicate. And now, you know, everybody that's been wanting Vikings is getting their dream. Yeah, I'm I'm huge on the Vikings too, and I I found out recently too. We did you know the DNA swabs that you know I've got my family's like ninety like eighty five percent English Irish, but then we got like ten percent Scandinavian. So I like to imagine that you know our Scandinavian ancestors were Vikings that sailed over and settled in England, and that just you know excites me all the more. But I'm just a huge history buff, and mm-hmm. so to bring in you know. I, you know, medieval game and historical setting is great. You know, the Greek, uh, ancient Greece is, you know, one of both Brenna and my favorite, uh, settings. I wasn't a big fan of Odyssey, but I love Same. all the mythology and stuff. But, uh, I've been saying it from day one. When the fuck am I going to get a, uh, feudal Japan Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Like whenever you say the episode, like obviously if Chris and I are here together, like, I mean, we both like that was, and your, your point on it, you know, obviously assassins, like it, it makes the most sense. I feel like that would be something they've probably already, it's gotta be something they've got been thinking about. I think it, I think it's too obvious and that's why they haven't done it. But, uh, oh God, it would be such a good game if they, if they did it right. I think Ghost of Tsushima is going to send a, a very high bar. Yeah, and I think that there's a, a lot of games out there that have done Feudal Japan that I'm sure Assassin's Creed doesn't want to touch it. And I don't know that it really, I mean, there isn't a storyline anymore, but back in the day, there was a decent storyline that ran between the games. And so I don't know if it really meshed with that. Um, 
so but i guess to, to tie this part off uh more or less um why did you want to do this other podcast like at, and you is it because of Valhalla is releasing soon or is there um just a personal connection more than what you've already said with doing this new uh, new podcast Assassin's Creed yeah, I uh, I wanted to do a second show for a while, and I wanted to do it on something that was maybe less uh, conversational based and more uh, just you know talking about uh, a topic because I'm and I'm very passionate about uh, sci-fi as Brandon knows, and I'm sure you guys know. You know, I tend to go on rants when it comes to things like Star Wars, on, Star Citizen, <laughs> yeah, on the show. Uh, and so I thought about for a while. I had the idea of a show called Into the Core where each season I would dive into a different sci-fi universe and uh, do, you know, X number of episodes about that. And I've uh, I played around with that for a little bit, but ultimately, uh, after talking with Robot Sum and just, you know, thinking about it myself, it was a little hard to pull off because it's like, well, if I change universes after every season, you know, how many audience members would I lose? You know, sure, it'd be something I'd love to do, but at the end of the day, you know, I do want to see people you know, listening to our content and, you know, maybe finding our, you know, DL gaming show. So uh, I put that on hold and then they announced Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Brennan and I both immediately pre-ordered the collector's edition. And I was like, you know what? I love history. I love Assassin's Creed. I could really do a podcast about it. And then that's, that's where it was born. All right. Can I vent with you about Assassin's Creed real quick? Well, all right. Obviously, we saw in the uh, first first was the name the first, no, which one? Okay, it was the one they fucked up on with Microsoft when they were supposed to do the gameplay. We saw them. We saw him with the shield on his back. Mm-hmm. My hopes is that we actually get the shield play that what they had in Origins, right? Uh, I, don't I didn't. Know. I didn't yeah. like. I didn't like Origins. I didn't like that one. So like, I know I seen or remember in the beta game or in the gameplay they had during one of the E3s, he had his shield out. And that sold me on the game, but it didn't turn out that way for me. But obviously, the, obviously, then one of the major complaints with that game was that you didn't have shield technically. That's a f- I don't know that they're going to add it. But did you see it on his back though? It gives me somewhat hope. They, I'm hoping they have they have already mentioned that you will be able to use a shield in the game, uh, and they've even and you'll be able to dual wield a lot of weapons, uh, and they've even said dual shields. <laughs> Is an option. Uh, that like is such Dark a Souls. weird concept to think about. There, what are you just bashing people with two hands? I I don't know. So I'm hoping that they stick with that and they and we see the shields because it is you know and surprising that it wasn't an Odyssey because it was you know pretty exactly. standard for uh, you know Greek soldiers back then. So Vikings. Well, are it's also a- interesting that in past games, uh, your enemies have had shields and you can run up them and over them. That's a fair right. point. That's a so- very fair point. I don't understand how they didn't just transfer that over. That was, and as petty sounds, that was like my biggest complaint with Odyssey and why it took me out of it was like, I was so disappointed. I was like, no, nah, there's no way. Everyone's wrong. You got shields in here. You just got to get to them. And I played through a good part. And I was like, no, I'm going to give us shields. <laughs> not going to give us shields. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see because a lot of Assassin's Creed plays on the hidden blade, which is, you know, obviously the name of my, new podcast but and mm. so i think that was why they never went with shields because is how would you use the hidden blade because it's always on your offhand it's on your shield arm oh. so i think maybe Ooh. that's what's always held them away and then i don't know i don't know what would be different now maybe because we're in 
And Odyssey, we didn't get the hidden blades. Did we? we had the dagger, right? Am I thinking right? Yeah, the the yeah. spearhead thing. It's yeah. too advanced because I don't think the hidden blade happened until um, the first Assassin's Creed when it was England, because that's when it was first made. Everything it was too uh, too um, advanced, I guess. Well, okay. even then, it wasn't that advanced because they had to fucking cut off your ring finger so you wouldn't uh, you could Stab make you. you could make it work. And I guess one more thing with the hidden blade. The one thing that uh, Chris, uh, my friend did point out when he was something I didn't like in the very first trailer we had for it. He the hidden blades on the uh, it's not on wrist; it's on the over wrist. Yep. And I think that's just I think I think we're at the point where tech you know weapons technology is starting to actually uh, become a thing. You know, we have the invention of the longbow around this time in history. Um, so I think this is like the perfect time to introduce the probably the forefather to the hidden blade. And then eventually it will evolve into the under the wrist, uh, you know, beautiful Damascus steel blade we see in uh, Assassin's Creed. And if you think about the different styles, right, um, you know, Vikings aren't the sneakiest of uh, of peoples. And when you look at later ep- or later games in Assassin's Creed, the whole idea was to be as quiet as possible in and out. Um, so the underneath the sort of like hidden blade, something that no one else could see, it makes a little bit more sense. Whereas the Vikings were all about, um, you know, displaying their prowess. Now that we've talked about uh, a game company or that we all or, you know, a series that we've all are pretty fond of, um, I do want to ask, what is you what is your favorite? Like, I guess, what would be you two? Obviously, I believe I'm pretty sure if I nailed it, Brianna's would probably be something to do with sounds. What is your favorite game series of all times? I mean, Brenna could answer this for me. <laughs> I think she. Oh, my God. She knows. Halo for him. <laughs> yeah, I I'd, I'd oh. have to say I would have to say uh I have to say, I mean, there's no perfect game series. Every series has lost me at some point. But uh, I'd probably put Halo at number one with Assassin's Creed at a very close second. You know, I'm going to surprise everyone and say God of War is actually my number one. Just because I remember playing on PlayStation 2. It was one of the few games that I had. um, And I absolutely loved it. And I I still love it. There's a a good storyline and I like the gameplay and... The newer one was uh, a lot of fun to play, and uh, I love the Tony Hawk series. So truly, truly, tr- yeah. Thank you. Very, we're very excited very for the excited. remake. Oh yeah, I'm losing my mind. Yes, I need it to happen. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for it to come out. I was hoping they would do Underground as well. That's the one I remember playing the most. I never really think I remember too much playing the pro. I I remember American Wasteland the most. And I actually have uh, the, I think it's on PlayStation 2. I still have that. So, and I have a PlayStation 2. So I just, I don't have a one. That's my only thing. I need to get a PS1. I've, uh, I've only ever played the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater on N64 with that blue, uh, that blue cartridge. And then mm-hmm. uh, one of my buddies later on had uh, Pro Skater 2 on uh, PS1. So I've only ever played Pro Skater. And so this is, this is right where, right where I want Tony Hawk to be. I have I played Pro Skater three and four, um, but I had three and four, and I still do. I have I keep copies of those games, um, and I frequently revisit the soundtrack to Tony Hawk Pro Skater four whenever I'm in the mood. They they do have good soundtracks, and I still bust out 
my original N64 one. I keep my N64 and every once in a while, you know, I'll have oh, friends yeah. over and we'll, you know, we'll all drink and we'll have a good time and we'll play, you know, old video games and it's super fun. My 64 is my my little like the 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 one thing that I continue my collection of and growing is is my my N64 and like my games cuz those have so much sentimental value to me. Oh yeah. Um so I I will always bust out Diddy Kong Racing is the the favorite mm. amongst like my friends. Uh, I'll be like, let's play Pokemon Stadium. They're like, let's play Diddy Kong Racing. I'm like, okay. Um, and I'm a god at Mario Party 64. So just. All right. Um. Uh, so speaking of <laughs> speaking of this. Um. So we we've started recently in a few episodes. We're 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 starting to bring in um little mini games we're gonna play with our guest. Okay. And I it took me a while to finally decide on what I want to do for you two. Um, I have a small one and it's, it's a quiz. Okay. Um, it's, it's obviously going to be based around video games, but the idea is that I want you to, to do this as a team. I want you to agree on an answer. Oh shit. Um, oh, okay. Wow. It's 10 questions. I'll give you the questions in the, the, obviously the multiple choice, but I want you to, to agree on the answers before you roll with them. Oh boy. So Jameson don't fucking answer things just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never answer things randomly. You know me. I know vast amounts of knowledge of trivia. This guy will just take off out of nowhere and not tell anyone. And you're just like, what the fuck? I think you two are really going to nail it. So I'm not too, too worried about it. But it's the idea of you two coming together is going to be funny. It's going to be real embarrassing if we don't get this, though. I think you will. I have faith. (laughs) There's especially one question on here that I I really, two, I really think you two are going to nail. Okay. All right. right. let's, let's, Let's get this over with. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so it's the first one starts out really easy. Um, in Uncharted Four, which PlayStation One title does Nathan Drake play? I already don't fucking know. <laughs> God, the, the, okay, so the, so this the choices is a trivia are, quiz. Yes. Oh no! The choices are Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy VII, Crash Bandicoot, and Mortal Kombat. Multiple choice. Yeah, you know that's good. Uh, well, I've never owned a PlayStation, so I'm already at a major disadvantage. Uh, I played uh, I played Uncharted Four, but now I need to remember from years ago. I feel like my my gut is telling me Crash Bandicoot. Me too. I was feeling that too. Because I don't think they could do Tomb Raider because they don't have the license for it. But even though, but to, ah, I've, I've, I'm you want to stick? I'm feeling Crash Bandicoot. Let's, let's stick with it. Punch it in. So Crash Bandicoot's your final answer. Final answer. Yeah. It was Crash because Naughty Dog owns uh, Crash Bandicoot. See. Oh, there we go. I, I thought about giving you guys a hint, just saying. That. I was like, no, that would have given it away way too much. But yeah, um, they it, and that was right before they announced they were going to do the remaster because oh. everyone oh. was losing their shit about the crash on there. I remember playing. I didn't. I'm not a big crash fan, so I sat down and he played it once. It's like you could do it at the beginning, and then you can also do it. Oh, not spoilers. Um, uh, you know what? You could do it. You could play at the end as uh, at the end as well. All right. Yeah, I I did a remastered of Crash Bandicoot, and that was a ton of fun. But man, I like really forgot how frustrating those games are because it's really a small margin of error, and it makes it so difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of them are just drive you nuts. God, when they did that, the new one, the race, Brendan, uh, she die hard. That's all she wanted was that fucking game, and we got it. And she played like one race. It's like, okay, this isn't what I wanted after all. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> So the next one, um, I'm hoping I don't even have faith in this one for myself. But how many power stars can you collect in Super Mario sixty four? 
Uh-oh. I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna say sixty-four. Brenna, what do you think? <laughs> you know what? Shit. I think that sounds great to me. Let me give you the answers first. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Jameson, but it starts off the lowest a hundred. Oh fuck. A hundred and one, a hundred and ten, and a hundred and twenty. Ooh. I can't even hint you on this because I don't fucking know. Oh, God. Uh, you know what? I don't know why 101 sticks out to me because it's quirky. Yeah. Fuck it. All right, 101. Yeah. Okay. It was 120. Oh. Well, there it is. All right. Um, oh, God. Here we go. There okay, Jameson. This one's for you. Oh, shit. And what year was the first game in the Halo series released? 2002, 2003, 2001, or 2000? Oh, 2001. Oh, man. What? We And we've talked about this, too, before on the show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, mm. I'm glad I'm not you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole reputation is on the line. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> I'm thinking origi- it's original Xbox. I'm sticking with 2001. Y'all agreeing on that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is all him. Yeah, I got <laughs> no right. play in this. Okay. It's 2001. Oh, yeah. All right. Genius. Okay. Uh, this one, um, you guys just you guys just talked about this, too. Oh, shit. But oh, great. Who features on the cover of UFC 2 alongside Ronda Rousey? Brenna. Is it Conor oh. McGregor, Sage Northcutt, Jose Aldo, or Brock Lesnar? Uh, it's McGregor. Okay. All right. It is McGregor. Yeah. There you go. Nicely done. Yeah. I actually uh, am big into mixed martial arts, so that would have been bad if I didn't know that. I would have <laughs> been bad. I know. Also, two of the people I detest a lot <laughs> is Conor McGregor and uh, Ronda Rousey. What is the highest selling home console of all time? Atari 2600, Xbox 360, PlayStation 2, or Wii? Oh, highest selling. I want to say. I thought this record was beaten not too long ago. It probably was. When was the quiz made? That's the real question. Late 20, early 2017. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, then I'm, I'm going to have to go with PlayStation 2, right? I don't know. Xbox 360 no, was a know. really yeah, solid console. Yeah, I think it. But why? But PS2 was too. I know. Watch, we're both wrong, and it's Sega. I was thinking it was the Wii. <laughs> I mean, like so many households, like households that didn't have gamers in them bought Wiis. Now, but the Wii, you know? the Wii didn't sell as much though. It was, it was still a niche console, despite uh, yeah. the hype. Yeah, she is right though. Everybody loved that fucking Wii. To be honest, yeah. the biggest thing on it was the Wii Sports to me. Yeah, and that was like the base thing you got. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need to buy anything else. God, that boxing game. Are you guys oh. telling me you didn't collect Wii Fit Plus? <laughs> no, not at <laughs> oh, all. You didn't God. get a balance board? Get a balance board? God. <laughs> that's where that's where the Tony Hawk series lost me is when they had that fucking oh, skateboard yeah. thing. Oh, my God. Rough. That was also the height uh, of uh, rock band and guitar hero. And- oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I had all of the. I still have all the rock band stuff. I actually got to um, talk with the one of the uh, 
directors for Rock Band. He he and I became friends uh, recently. <laughs> he works for Epic now. Oh. But, um, oh. Satan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What, you, what is your final answer? <sighs> I think 360. I think 362. That's, that's what I was hoping you'd say. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. It was the PlayStation 2. Damn it. Oh. I kind of <laughs> feel like I it was I stuck that. with my gut. I should have stuck with the gut. I think PlayStation 4 now has that, I believe. I thought. Uh, yeah. They just broke, what, 50 million units? Something like that. What is Switch at? Oh, you know what? That's a better question. I didn't even think about that. Shit. The Switch is nowhere near that, though. But they just had a, they probably just had it. They had a huge spurt in sales recently. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> um... I'm hoping you two are good. In The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, how many Triforce shards do you have to collect? Three, eight, six, or nine? Oh, fuck. It's been so long since I played Wind Waker. Same. That was one of my f- favorite games, GameCube. I thought only three pieces, pieces make it, but I guess... I'm trying to... I would have had to break oh, it down. God. I know how you collect them. I know that much. They were on different islands, right? Yeah. I don't know why eight is jumping out in my head. Eight is jumping out at me as well. It's not six. I know that for sure. And I know it wasn't three, but eight is, yeah. All right, let's go eight. I think we're both on that. It is eight. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck this one. Um, What console was the first Final Fantasy game released on? Sega Mega Drive, Nintendo Entertainment System, Xbox, or PlayStation? (laughs) go ahead it's definitely not xbox or play oh no no, it's playstation it's definitely playstation for sure no no yeah it's a sony it's it's a sony game but you also got to remember that there's there's games that are still tech this is why i feel like it's a trick question because there's games that are still technically final fantasy games but don't have final fantasy in the name so then are we thinking that it's uh wait what are the first two again uh, Sega Mega Drive. I don't even know what the fuck that is, and and the NES. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be NES. I think it's gonna be NES. It might be NES. I yeah. It's it's definitely not Sega Mega Drive. That uh, if I remember what console that is, I think it's a piece of shit. <laughs> so we're going NES. I think we go NES, Brenna. All right, I'm sticking with you. NES was it? All Ooh. right. Too good. Actually, nice. I think. GameScoop or uh, their Nintendo one actually was talking about that recently because all the Final Fantasies are currently on Switch right now, except for 14 and 15. Yeah, which 14's the the MMO one, and then 15's obviously yeah. absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all of you are going to nail this one. In Overwatch, what was uh, D.Va's former profession? Professional skateboarder? Professional gamer? Professional footballer, professional wrestler. Professional gamer. Duh. Right Is that the final answer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, for it. professional yeah. gamer. He was so yep. confident. And then she became like a d- fucking like, defense warrior. <laughs> yeah, because it was like playing a video game. In the Metroid series, what is the name of the main protagonist? Solid Snake, Seamus Morgan, <laughs> Samus Aaron, or Sephiroth. I'm not even going to pronounce the last one. Is it every- Samus? Samus that's yeah, that's Samus. an easy question. Hey, was the last one Sephiroth that you couldn't yeah. pronounce? <laughs> Where the fuck is that from? 
Uh, yeah, honestly, this is from Final when, Fantasy Seven. Final oh, Fantasy series. That explains it. Yeah. The first time you had a Seth in there, I thought you had a stroke mid pronounce, <laughs> and I was like, "How the hell does he not know this?" <laughs> All right. Uh. Okay. And the last one. Who is the creator of the Super Mario Brothers series? Oh shit! Oh fuck me! <laughs> well, fuck these answers. Uh, Shigeru. So be all Japanese names. <laughs> no, well, that's why. I'm, well, yeah, Sh- Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be Kojima. Ralph Bayer or Nolan Bushnell. I think it's the first one. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. The one I fucked up the most. Yes. Yeah. All right. You're right. It is that one. Yeah. You know, so you- Mario, Mario, and his brother, Luigi Mario. <laughs> it's all about Waluigi. It's like, That's all I got to say. It's like canon. You guys got eight out of ten right. Oh, that's a B. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> that's not bad. I'm good with that. We didn't embarrass ourselves. Not too much, at least. As we start winding things down and it starts uh, coming to a close for the mark, um, I do want to ask something that I don't think you guys ever really talk about what do you two like to do outside of um gaming and podcasting obviously she likes to you know she's a trainer she likes to work out of the gym but what are other things you two like to do outside of all this uh well we actually I, we may do we talk about it when we did our ama i think we wanted people to ask us about stuff like that on our ama and no one did no they just asked us more gaming and absurd things i, I got you boo <laughs> Uh, which we probably should do one of those again. Uh, but, yeah, we should. I mean, we for the longest time, we used to work out together because she, you know, coached me. Uh, which she still does, you know, programming for me. So I enjoy working out now, too. So that's, you know, obviously. A, he says now. <laughs> I do enjoy working out, especially now that you're gone. Gosh, you always. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not screaming yeah, at always you. Always with the yelling <laughs> and and the kicking. So inappropriate. No, no, no. I I don't kick. I just grab um, PVC pipes and I hit him in the back of the thighs when he's moving too That's slow. That's not fair. shit, dude. It's like cattling. Like, you got to move him along. Yeah, and she likes to, like, scoop me, too, if you're familiar with that, what that is. Like, she <laughs> she really hones in on the nipples and it's, oh, God. I got laser-like precision and it is unmatched. She never misses. She's, I don't, I don't, never missed. Drives me insane. Um, What else? Uh, I draw sometimes. Um, I'm huge into uh, movies and, uh, you know, a decent TV show. It's hard to find good TV, though. For a while, we were watching movies, like going to the movie theaters. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. And we would do uh, a lot of D&D. Uh, that was nice when I was living back in California. And even, I mean, we're both like, obviously love sci-fi and uh, otherworldly things. And I... You know, most of the time we just hang out and watch YouTube videos, but we ventured because, you know, so many, like it's been almost a year now since I've been gone. And so we talked almost every single night and uh, we've even ventured to like reading to each other, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> what what have yeah, you guys been reading? Oh, yeah, Breno. Uh, um, what's on your shelf right now? Tell us, tell us what you got queued up. <laughs> Jesus, the amount of books. Uh, in LA, they have like this kind of really cool bookshop that you can go and apply and they'll give you a random selection of books based on what you told them that you like. And so I have a bunch from that. And then I have some that, uh, Jamie has given me. Most of them are physics books and like, um, 
astrology or uh, astrophysics. But uh, I have a lot of, uh, what is it, Red Rising right now is one I'm reading, and it's absolutely amazing. So, Jamie, turn me on to that one. It's a solid series. Like, I equate it to, like, uh, and it reads pretty easy, too, so it's it's quick to get through. But it's it's like Game of Thrones or Hunger Games or, like, Harry Potter in space. Like, it's got a lot of those kind of storytelling elements from those series and it's ah it's so fucking good it's it's such an epic drama that as soon as you read the book it already like immediately fucks you in the brain and it doesn't really stop from there and it it just keeps building my hopes and every time i want something to happen in the series it does really well um and then it just gets more and more epic as it goes. Yeah, it, it, and that book really does know how to hit you sometimes too. Oh God, so well. Oh, it does such a good job of doing of doing the hopes that the reader has because you all develop the same hopes and wants for your characters, for these characters, and it fulfills them very well. And then it adds a lot of spice in there where you didn't see that coming. So it was really good. Uh, I've been. So I'm a few books ahead of her on that because I'm on the latest one uh, and I just gave her the series a little while ago. I also gave her Ready Player One, which is, you know, one of my all time favorite books. That's just that's a good book to read if you're a gamer. Uh, But uh, I'm currently reading Dune right now for the first time. And oh, what a what a book. Are you excited for this year? Oh, I'm so excited for the movie, especially now that I've seen the cast. Like it's it's almost the perfect like visual representation I had of the characters for uh, who they cast. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for for the movie. But uh, Brenda's also turned me on to some really good like every you know she's in grad school, so I read you know she sends me some of her uh, research studies sometimes that she's looking at, uh, which are all you know related to kinesiology and. Uh, human physiology and all that kind of stuff. And those are pretty interesting too. Uh, but she's also turned me on to some of these astrophysics books, like the, what is it? The hidden realities. Yeah. That one's all about multi universe and, uh, the theories and things that work together and the ideas of, um, multiple universes. Bottom line, we're huge fucking nerds, huge nerds, literally everything that you could check off as nerdy we kind of get there because we do the video games the books D, we like cosplay uh so it's just everything we're super generic i guess basic nerds uh abby uh i know i, I know you, i know you're waiting i know you're waiting to blow it slowly load everywhere <laughs> you were just talking ha- you're talking about D- you do you you mean that the minute D D was mentioned yeah, i was on high alert i saw you mute and then like when D was mentioned you went hold on <laughs> Hold on. I went, nope. I went, are we going to talk about D&D? <laughs> Holy shit, are we going to talk about d I could talk about D&D for ages. Uh, have you read of Dyson Men? I actually have not. You sh- I would highly recommend it. It is a, it is a, uh, a nonfiction book, but it is, it's so good. I put, put it, I'll throw, I don't do a lot of reading. I'm going to be real. I'm not very good at books. I'm illiterate. Um, but of Dyson Men is a great fucking read. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Jameson is my DM, so he's usually the DM. That's so exciting. Are you playing, what is it, as a 5e, as a 3 point? I, I could go on for hours talking about this, Vince. I, I actually, uh, <laughs> we, we've been meaning to do an episode 
uh, and talk about it. And I actually have recordings for all of the campaign that I have been running uh, that oh, I've just kind yeah. of been sitting on. Uh, oh, snap. I, I don't know what to do with them. They're not they're not the greatest quality because we got one microphone for like seven of us. And, uh, you know, it's mostly just for funsies. But uh, I've got that that I've toyed with opening. But. Yeah, I started. I start. I'm in a D. I've been in a D and D group now for like four years, and uh, about two years ago, I decided to DM for the first time, and we did a homebrew sci-fi campaign using five E nice. rules, and we made up a lot of bonus rules for it, and it was a good learning experience. It was a, it was a lot of work, uh, but I learned a lot. And then last year, I uh, started a new camp. We play. We have. Three of our other players are also DMs, so we just kind of rotate. Um, mm-hmm. And so last year, I started a new campaign DMing uh, after two of the other guys finished. And we just put a pause on it for now. Uh, we went back to a different campaign. But uh, I made a complete – my complete own world for it. It's 100% homebrew. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed a lot. And I have a whole episode planned to talk about it. But uh, bottom line is it's like – it's like a mix of steampunk, high fantasy on floating islands, and it's uh, that sounds incredible. I love it so much. I I made the map for it and everything, and uh, it's it's <laughs> it was quite an adventure because most of the other campaigns were all high level characters. So going back to this and playing starting at level one, uh, everyone yeah. was like absolutely yeah. loving because it's like oh shit, I'm about to die to a fucking rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which uh, is always fun. I'm I'm glad you're keeping it going. Um, when when we were years ago, one of my dear friends who who does our DMing, he wanted to make his custom one, and so he went, "Let's do a Pokemon D and D." Um, but the idea is that you play as a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, and, mystery dungeon. Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. And knowing that Jolteon's my favorite, he wrote in a part at the beginning of the story where Jolteon's get killed. Oh, and terrible. Terrible. And, yeah, we're all at the table, and he mentions, like, I forgot what happened in the story. Basically, he's like, they march in with the Jolteon body hanging from string and then all this other stuff. And everybody at the table, you could just feel and hear just everybody just turns to stare at me when I realized what was going on to begin with. He did like one session. He's like, all right, this is too much. I can't do this as D&D. This is really weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I actually, uh, I really love it. Have you ever played Starfinder? I feel like that'd be super up your alley. You know, I've heard of that, and I haven't. I I think if I ever go back to sci-fi, I want to experiment with something, uh, with something along the lines of the cyber, the cyberpunk tabletop. Um, oh yeah, but it's it's or even the Star Wars one. You should yeah. Look at. I've actually looked. Uh, we actually used a lot of the rules from the Star Wars one for inspiration for rules for our campaign. Uh, but I just I went too large of a scale when I did my mm-hmm. sci-fi campaign. Like I had like a whole galaxy uh, that I kind of like homebrewed, and I'm like, "Fuck, this is actually really difficult to try and like <laughs> make shit for all different planets." So I decided if I ever did sci-fi again, I would do it on a much smaller scale, like a solar system or something, uh, instead. That's really exciting. I love. Yeah, that. I have lots of I have lots of stuff from my uh, my homebrew ether campaign that I'd be happy to share with you if you want. Oh my god, please! I would love that. Two uh, two great tools I'll share with you that I recently found, and they actually helped. We took our campaign digital for the first time during the whole uh, quarantine. There was we were all of us are like knew that it was a bigger deal than it was, but there was a couple weeks where they're like, all right, we'll just make everybody else happy by do, you know staying home. 
And so we did a digital uh, session, a couple digital sessions through the computer mm-hmm. in Discord. And uh, I found this software called Wonder Draft and Dungeon Draft. And it's it's changed the way I DM. Wonder Draft allows you to make overworld maps that are just perfection. And uh, Dungeon Draft is a dungeon maker. And they're just, oh, they're so much fun to use. I literally just wrote that down because I, I play on online sessions. And so I just wrote that down to use later. <laughs> like I was able to I was able to make a dungeon in Dungeon Draft and then I put it into Photoshop and I just painted over the entire dungeon in black. And then as the players move through the dungeon, I could just erase the black layer to reveal like the different parts as they explored. And it was it was a lot of fun. That's big brain energy, honestly. <laughs> I know we're we're almost out of time here, so um, <clears throat> I want to hit you with the the final question um, before we close it out. If you know, obviously, um, we could all sit here and talk for hours and hours, but if you two, you know, uh, could talk to anyone now who's listening who is trying to make their own podcast, whether it's with their friend or or by themselves trying to do something they love, whether it's I don't know, writing a book or uh, or drawing a map or whatever. What would you give advice to this person who's starting their own podcast? Uh, don't get into business with your friends. This <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, that's side, side note. That's a joke. But uh, that's also a genuine piece of advice. Uh, that, you know, family and friends is, is usually a big no-no for a lot of people. But um, we make it work. Uh, I don't what – hmm. Brandon, you got something off the top I mean, of your head? I'm thinking – yeah, I got a few things actually. Um, so don't do a podcast unless you actually are passionate about the thing that you That's are doing because it is a lot of time and effort and it takes a while for you to actually see anyone coming along and caring about what the hell you're saying. And so it's not instant. I mean, most of the time it takes like two to five years for a podcast to even have like a decent uh, fan base. And so if you really love something and you really like doing this, then go ahead and do it. Also, it's a lot harder than you think it is. (laughs) Not just um, in learning how to speak and how to speak with someone if you have someone else there, um, but even in figuring out technology, you know, audio, things like that. Where are you going to post it? How are you going to post it? Are you going to run ads? Are you not going to run ads? What about your intro? What about the music? What's the theme of your show? It's all so much more than people think it is. Yeah, and that's that's honestly where like joining Robots Network helped us so much because he had been doing his show for like six to eight months and his show was off to a, a banger of a start. And he's had he has background in marketing and all sorts of other things. And so he was like he sat down and like talked to us and just pointed out all these things. He even wrote like I think it was like a six page PDF of all the different things we could be doing or should think about. And uh, that was that was honestly the biggest help uh, to get us like really going. But even since then, like just experimenting with things and just asking questions, Brennan and I have like learned a lot. And the show has changed so much just on our own as we're like, you know, week to week, we're like, you know, hey, that didn't feel right this time. Like, how should we do it? Like for a while, we were like, man, it feels like our stories are all too negative. So we started like putting pluses and minuses next to different stories so we could try and like set up how positive and negative they were. And then we were like, Oh, well that isn't working. And we just kind of like, we kept bouncing, bouncing around with ideas. Like it's, it's a constantly evolving process, you know, unless you're 
you know, absolutely rich and famous. And even then still, sometimes, you know, it's, it's always going to change. So you don't, you know, don't get too attached to it, you know, but, uh, I mean, it was heartbreaking a little bit for me in the very beginning when robots said that we had to completely ditch the idea of player versus podcast because it was PVP and I, I grew pretty attached to that. And I was pretty attached to that too. And you, you did a very nice logo for that. Oh, I did do. Oh yeah. I did free handed a logo. Yeah. Um, and obviously the DL weekly gaming news is a lot more generic, but it makes sense. Like podcast names need to make sense. And so it was hard for me to step away from that creative because I always try and be like overly creative or punny or something like that. Symbolism. I don't fucking know, but, uh, it is more logical to have certain things to be a little bit more generic yeah player vs podcast was was we thought it was very witty uh but uh you know after we've we've had the deal for a while we've we've super bonded with it now especially now that we've got all this sick artwork and we got t-shirts and stuff like we're we're ho- we're totally on board with with the download is our name yeah, we shorten it to the deal because it you know <laughs> down, you know uh but uh yeah it's yeah, it's tough because you got to walk that like fine line of, you know, being creative, but also telling people what your show is about. Because most of the time people won't click on your show to read the description or look at episodes. They'll just see the show's name and your album artwork. So you really got to sell them like for step one. And so that's kind of like with uh, the uh, the Hidden Blade, like, you know, right away, Hidden Blade tells you Assassin's Creed along with the artwork. It's, you know, catchy and it's interesting. But then the rest of the title, you know, an Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast tells you exactly what the show is going to be about. So, so like I said, I hate to keep you guys longer, but thank you guys so much. Thank you. Um, Jameson, Big Cat, Rihanna, Mother Goose. It was really fun talking to you guys. And um, I look forward to, to having more conversations with you in the future. And again, congratulations on the, the year, too. You guys, I, I'm so excited to see where you go. And, you know, you guys have one of the few podcasts in my queue where I'm like, Every week, I have to like every time that says I'm like, okay, here we go. It's my daily right here. Oh, that's really um, good to hear. Thank you. So, Aww, yeah, so you guys, you. you guys do really good with the news and spreading the gospel, and uh, I look forward to seeing what you do next. Thank you. We love. We always love to hear uh, people's feedback, and uh, yeah, we always try and read that's reviews nice. too on the show when people leave them because it's uh, that's what we uh, yeah yeah it lets us know how people thank like you. what we're doing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. We'll have to have you on our show too. We're doing yeah. a whole new, uh, whole new format. So we'll have to get you on soon. <laughs> and if you ever do Dungeons and Dragons, Abby's going to want to be there. Oh, <laughs> oh for sure. You. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I think I'll you'll fit in mind. perfectly well with, uh, the distracting group that is this D and D. But again, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you very much.
This episode features Brenna and Jameson of the DL Gaming News Podcast, which you can listen to on your favorite podcatcher. We highly suggest you add this to your weekly schedule, as they cover some of the most needed news in gaming every single week. Want more great podcasts like Personalized? You can go to gravityundone.net to find other podcasts such as Space Brains, Exit Plan, and My Creativity. We would be so thankful if you could follow Personalized on social media, along with sharing your favorite episodes, following the guests, and leaving us a review on platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. And last but not least, it's me, Cassandra Cherry, filling in for Abby as we go through this crazy year that has been 2020. You can follow me on the Unsolved Mysteries Solved podcast, Emperor Pigs, or by listening to any of my audiobooks found on audible.com. You can also find my website at cassandracherry.wordpress.com and please follow Abby at abbyrosevo. And one more thing, I was asked to wish everyone a fantastic National Video Game Day. It appears Vincent finds this to be a very touching day, and wants all of you to know that it's okay to be at home and playing your favorite games. Like me! <laughs> so game on, everyone! And finally, please enjoy this specially made trailer. Hey everybody, sorry to interrupt whatever good time you might have been having. Yeah, we're really sorry about this. We know you probably don't want to listen to this trailer, but we promise you'll want to hear what we have to say. Right! I'm Chad. And I'm Cassandra. We happen to both hold a PhD in Solving Unsolved Mysteries, and we're here to tell you about a newish podcast. Let us tell you, the joint is a laugh a minute. Right, and since all of the episodes are at least half an hour, maybe longer, that's like, I'm, let's, let's carry the- At least 30 laughs per episode, guys. At least. Hey, I was getting there. I'm just not good with numbers, okay? Well, we've only got so long to get this message across. I know that. Okay, well, you were just taking a while. Anyway... In this podcast, every week we bring you a new unsolved or unexplained mystery. That's right. We bring you the facts and educate you on everything mysterious. And here's the best part, guys. At the end of each episode, we solve the mystery. Because that's what we do. Right you are, Cassandra. Now tell them the name of the podcast. The Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. What? No, 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 no. That's what it says here. Okay, well, you must have grabbed the wrong script. Uh, guys, just one second, please. Really sorry about that, guys. So, Cassandra, tell them the name of the podcast. Unsolved Mysteries. Solved? Yeah, that's the one. So if you love mysteries, hate that they go regularly unsolved, and love to laugh, join, join us every, every Saturday, Saturday as we, we solve, solve those mysteries that have been keeping, keeping you up, up at night. night. Find us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts.